Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Wednesday, December 20th, 2006, only five days till Christmas. Or you're midway through Hanukkah, whichever it is. Anyway, I'm going to finish off dissecting the Golden Globe nominations, then we're going to get into looking at how the TV season has been going so far. So, right to the uh, Golden Globe noms. Um, I left off at Best Performance by an Actress in a Miniseries or Motion Picture Made for Television. Now I'm going to talk about Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series, Musical or Comedy. Nominees are Alec Baldwin for 30 Rock, Zach Braff for Scrubs, Steve Carell for The Office, Jason Lee for My Name is Earl, and Tony Shalhoub for Monk. I think it's going to go to Steve Carell for The Office. Um, he's had a really strong year, and I think he's going to kind of get it for a variety of things, but you know, for just being sort of uh, everywhere. Uh, best performance for an actress uh, in a television series, musical or comedy. We got Marsha Cross for Desperate Housewives, America Ferrera for Ugly Betty, Felicity Huffman for Desperate Housewives, Julia Louis Dreyfus for The Adventures of Old Christine, and Mary Louise Parker for Weeds. I think Mary Louise Parker won it, won it last year. Um, I think this, uh, and I could be wrong, but there you have it. Um, this year, I think it's going to go to America Ferrera again, awarding someone new, and uh, she's doing a great job on that show as well. Best performance by an actor in a television series, uh, drama. Patrick Dempsey for Grey's Anatomy. Michael C. Hall for Dexter. Hugh Laurie for House. Uh, Bill Paxton for Big Love. And Kiefer Sutherland for 24. I mentioned there is a lot of 24 love out there. I'm really hoping that this goes to Michael C. Hall for Dexter. Because watching this show, the guy is absolutely transformed. Uh, he's such a good actor. And uh, and it's a great part for him. And, uh, and a great show. And if you're not watching it, you definitely need to check out Dexter. Uh, next up, Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, Drama. We got Patricia Arquette for Medium, Edie Falco for The Sopranos, Evangeline Lilly for Lost, Ellen Pompeo for Grey's Anatomy, and Kira Sedgwick for The Closer. Now, just to back up for a second here, Grey's Anatomy, not, I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff in it, so I, I almost consider it more of a comedy than a, than a drama. Obviously, it's a medical drama, but uh, um, anyway, so so that kind of eliminates uh, Ellen Pompeo from the running. But um, I guess I would have to go with Edie Falco for The Soprano. She had a really good uh, first half of the season and uh, look really looking forward to the second half of, of this current season of The Sopranos. So uh, we'll have to see how that goes for her. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, miniseries, or motion picture made for television. We have Thomas Hayden Church for Broken Trail, Jeremy Irons for Elizabeth I, Justin Kirk for Weeds, Masioka for Heroes, and Jeremy Piven for Entourage. Really think it should go to Piven. Gotta love Piven in Entourage. Um, honorable mention though to Masioka for Heroes, cause, you know, his, even his promotion of the show, he, he's just so enthusiastic. He's so much like his character. And, uh, and this is a guy who actually wrote a lot of code for, uh, for ILM. And apparently is still doing that in his quote unquote spare time. And finally, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series, miniseries, or motion picture made for television. We have Emily Blunt for Gideon's Daughter, Tony Collette for Tsunami The Aftermath, Catherine Heigl for Grey's Anatomy, Sarah Paulson for Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, and Elizabeth Perkins for Weeds. i got to go with Catherine Heigl here. She had a, a, a really great part uh, in, in Grey's uh, over this last year, and um, really really showed that she, uh, she's she got some serious acting chops and uh, went, went places uh, she'd never been before. So uh, definitely Catherine Heigl for that one. So that's my analysis of the Golden Globe nominations. Now... How has the TV season been going so far? Okay, well, let's uh, let's look at sort of the top ten. And the top ten are, and I'm just going to 
barrel through them without getting into the numbers yet. Uh, number 10 is CSI New York. Number 9 is Lost. Number 8 is Criminal Minds. Number 7 is NBC Sunday Night Football. Number 6, CSI Miami. Uh, number 5, Dancing with the Stars Results Show. Uh, number 4, Desperate Housewives. Number 3, CSI uh, number two, Dancing with the Stars, and number one, Grey's Anatomy. So <clears throat> what we're seeing here, first of all, the CSI franchises have shown just no sign of letting up. And when you look at it, uh, CSI Classic, quote-unquote, is what, uh, about five, six years, or, oh gosh, it's got to be longer than that. I think that show's been running since, uh, at least since the second round of uh, of Survivor. So we're talking, uh, yeah, well, six years, you know, almost seven years. Um, CSI Miami's been on for about four years, um, maybe five, and CSI New York's been on for three. So, you know, these are shows that have been around for a little while, and, there's, and they're still tracking top ten. Um, in fact, CSI Classic is, you know, the number three show, uh, and and it is only behind by 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 about 400,000 viewers uh behind Grey's Anatomy so yeah it's doing well um then you get the whole dancing with the stars stuff and you know people people dig on the uh on the sort of full reality stuff um more than they tend to uh, to get into the regular stuff because uh, uh you know looking at it I don't even see Survivor. I see it. It's number 17. Um, and actually, it's slightly behind uh, Cold Case. Um, so, yeah, it's, it, and, and it's well behind Two and a Half Men, so not doing so well. Um, so let's look at this. You've got 15 million, an, an average audience of 15,330,000 viewers for Grey's Anatomy. Did the move to Thursday nights work? Oh, oh yeah, it did. And uh, they really didn't lose a lot uh, in moving from Sundays to Thursdays. Um, and uh, they're, you know, beating uh, CSI, again, by, by margin, a marginal amount. But the fact is, wow. I mean, that, that's just huge. Um, now, that that's uh, audience, uh, that's sort of households, basically, the 15,330. When you look at the um, total viewers... CSI is actually tracking a bit better uh, because they've got 21,814,000 viewers uh, versus 21,370,000 for Grey's Anatomy. Um, The difference is the share um, and basically 20% of all uh, households who have a TV turned on uh, are watching Grey's on uh, on Thursday nights. So it's it's doing well. Um, Desperate Housewives still sitting on uh, on Sundays. and that used to be the lead into Grey's, which is what gave it such a great start. Um, and they're still around 21,249 viewers. So again, not a whole lot of erosion going on here. Uh, they've, they've, they've really held on to it. And then getting down to Lost and Criminal Minds, of course, I had mentioned a few weeks back that uh, that was a show they were getting kind of worried about. Um, total viewers for Lost are still 17,837,000 and for Criminal Minds, 16,763,000. Again, it comes down to the households. Um, and that's where Criminal Minds has the edge, because basically that's where it's all ranked. Um, Lost is, of course, moving to 10 o'clock when it returns in February. And uh, part of that, uh, well, it does get it out of the way of Criminal Minds, but I don't think that's what they were worried about. I think they were much more worried about getting out of the way of American Idol. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what ends up in the 9 o'clock uh, time slot. Um, who ends up being the cannon fodder? And uh, cause that's really what it's going to come down to. So... So here's that. As I say, this is what we're looking at here. Um, you know, when you look at it, actually, uh, Dancing with the Stars uh, had a lot 
more time um, as far as uh, you know minutes in, in length over the uh, season period so far with 941 minutes versus Grey's Anatomy with 672 minutes of new programming and um, and of course you look at uh, NBC Sunday Night Football uh, there it's it's kind of thrown in at uh, you know, 2,339 minutes so certainly more time for people to tune in uh, also more time for them to tune out so uh, so there you go and and I wonder. Do they have like in bars? Do they have um, some Nielsen bars? And, and and what I mean by that is is you know when you get a bunch of people who go out to the bar to eat their wings and watch their football, you know are they are they counting all those people? How does that all work? Anyway, if, if you have any idea, please do let me know. I, I, I'm actually kind of interested to find out. So that's the season to date by Total Households, uh, dealing with the season right through to uh, to last week, so December 10th. And I think that pretty much shows what we need to know because, uh, as I say, we got into, repri- uh, into repeats and uh, there have been some new shows here and there, but uh, a lot of sort of the big guns, uh, certainly Grey's has been running uh, reruns the last couple of weeks and, um, and uh, Lost has been off since... Uh, well, almost a month now, a month and a half. So, you know, there's no word on how how is Daybreak doing. Yeah, it's not showing up. Um, let's look at the bottom ten uh, just quickly. In the bottom ten, we got Shark. That's uh, the James Woods show, and it's tracking in at uh, at about it's a 9.1 rating with uh, a 15 share. So we're talking about 13.8 million viewers. Um, Law and Order SVU. Uh, the Law and Order franchise is uh, not doing nearly as well. As uh, as as CSI, um, but it's a much older franchise. I mean, Law and Order SVU has been around for seven years, uh, um, and the Mothership has, of course, been around for sixteen years now. And uh, I'm hoping they don't kill it. I'm hoping uh, Dick Wolf is able to get his uh, his his Gunsmoke record. It'd be it'd be nice. Uh, but uh, continuing on in the uh, in the bottom ten, we have Survivor Cook Islands, as I mentioned, tied at 17th place uh, with uh, 15.7 million viewers. Uh, it's a 9, 9.3 rating and a 14 share. Uh, Cold Case is just slightly ahead of them, but not in total viewers. Uh, they've got a 9.3 rating and a 14 share. Uh, 10,380,000 total households versus 10,328. So you got more households tuning in, but still less people I- in general. Um, a, a partly a function of the time. Uh, you know, you're talking Sunday nights at nine o'clock versus um, uh, Thursdays at eight, and, and that kind of thing. And let's face it, there hasn't been a strong anchor in the Thursday eight o'clock uh, slots for a, for a while for anyone except for Survivor. Um, mostly because nobody seems to want to compete against them, and that's that's really what it comes down to. Is when when everybody concedes, you kind of win the time slot by default. And continuing on in the bottom ten, and I really shouldn't call it the bottom ten, and I've been I've been doing that for the last couple of minutes. Uh, but but really, let's face it, this is the the back half of the top twenty. Uh, the bottom ten. I'm going to be interested to run that actually at some point. That'd be that'd be interesting to take a look at. Anyway, we've got House, a 9.5 share with uh, 9.5 rating with a 15 share, 15.7 million viewers, still doing pretty well. Um, NCIS just above that, two and a half men above that. Uh, 60 minutes above them, a 9.7 rating with a 16 share. Um, then you get Without a Trace, uh, the Monday night edition of Deal or No Deal. I'm not sure how it tracks on later editions. I guess it drops out of the top 20 there. And uh, so that brings us kind of up to that's that's the whole top 20 right there uh, as far as the shows that are doing well. Um you know, when the when the worst show is still doing a, a 9.1 rating and a 15 share, you're, you're still doing still doing something something right uh, with 13.8 million viewers. Um, you know, when that's as bad as it gets, 
Uh, you're doing okay. Uh, but let's look at sort of uh, how things did uh, specifically. And this is going back to last Monday uh, where NBC won the time slot. And this was uh, an 8 rating and a 12 share. And, um, they, and NBC really took that 18 to 49 uh, demographic. Uh, they ended up with a 4.8 rating in the key demo. And ABC had a 3.3 finishing second. Uh, so... Really where they started off was with Deal or No Deal, getting the night's highest rating at 8 o'clock, um, following far behind. Like, Deal or No Deal had a 10.3 with a 17 share, and the second place was Wife Swap with a 5.8 and a 9 share. Um, and CBS was running reruns of How I Met Your Mother in the class, so nothing going on there. And also um, Fox had the Billboard Music Awards, and the CW had uh, repeats of uh, Everybody Hates Chris and whatever it is that follows that. Um, nine o'clock uh, was the the fall finale for Heroes, and they took an eight point nine rating with a thirteen share, uh, but having a really strong showing in the eighteen to forty nine with a six point five rating. That's huge. Um, CBS was uh, was second uh, in households, going with a seven point six rating and an eleven share. Um, so so basically, you know, Heroes just really really has has kicked it in extremely well um looking at the 10 o'clock hour and i'm really pleased that studio 60 is finally beating what about brian uh because yeah it, it it's just the way it should be um but i i'm i'm still you know as i said csi miami had a 7.8 rating and a 13 share um and studio 60 was like at, at a 4.9 and an 8 share uh so again we're sort of seeing the similar uh distance between the number one and number two there over the over the day but i mean it it's just staggering but i'm, I'm just so glad that studio 60 is actually sort of ticking up a little bit uh, they got the the uh order for the rest of the episodes for the season um uh, but you know it's one of those things where you think yeah it's pretty much done though you know this is going to be the only year it'll air and uh and they're just doing that so that they can make them so that nbc is doing that so that they can make the money on a full season box set when it's done because they know that the sports night dvds did well and that kind of thing and um you know that's that's what they're looking at is well how can we turn this into a full box set that we can get full pop for because we got to make some of that money back would I like to see it continue? Of course I would. I love love the Aaron Sorkin stuff, and I would love to see it continue. But you know, one of the things is, uh, in in many cases, he's kind of preaching to the choir. We all agree that uh, television isn't necessarily where it should be, and that there's many things that could be done to improve it. And networks are often wrong. Anyway, I'm preaching to the converted. That's all the time we got for today. Comments as always are welcome at Poptopia Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an audio comment. I would love to play it. Thanks, and have a great week.